Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Woo! Yes! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. It's a podcast. cast pod. Every day she'll make you say. Oh my god. She got the scoop. On pop culture news, so grab a drink. It ain't what you think. It's Sarah and the crew. Hi crew, welcome to the Hey Fresh Pod. Hey Fresh Show. Hey Frazay. Oh, what did someone say the other day, AJ, that was in here that uh, thought the podcast was something else? Oh, what did they call it? I don't even remember. Do you remember what it was? AJ is our producer, by the way. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to the show. Luis is our digital content creator today. That means uh, he is running all of the video for you. Someone had something else. They yes. called it... Um, I, rem- I remember this, but I don't remember the actual <laughs> phrase. Because people do not know how to 
just say the name of the show. So Hey Froz. Hey Froz is a big one. Hey Froz. And then I was out at a cocktail party once and someone said, Hey Froze. I said, yes. Love that. Just like the rough that. Hey Froze. What what was the other one? And then someone said the other. Oh, because it was Luis. Because we have so many Spanish speaking people on the show, we need to call it El Fresh. El Fresh. El Fresh. Welcome to El Fresh. Yes, and roll the R. Yes. Yes, and roll the R. So there you go. Uh, You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know, you can find us every Monday and Wednesday, 1230 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live. You can always download the podcast as well on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on iTunes. And when you're on iTunes, hit five stars, leave a review, tell us what you like about it because I adore you. And I always turn to you like I want more, um, you know, like AJ knows behind the scenes of being an entrepreneur is so challenging. Challenging because I'm telling you, like what you never anticipated. What I love so much is I love my life now. When I was working for the man, it was very difficult because I know you guys listening will know this, but you go in and you're just like this young little doe and you're you're so excited to please and share your ideas and you think that your company is going to love those, okay? But then you really find out there's a couple people at the company that you're really there to support and make shine and everybody else is basically a shit bag that's disposable and you get kicked in the crotch every day. Yes. Ouch, that for life. You are just How's a number. Excitement? You You're are just, just a, number. a number. They tell you this in college or in school. They're like, everything is so great once you get out there. And then your dreams are just crushed and just like. They are, they, yeah, so, well, they are and they aren't. I mean, the, it, the thing is, is like real workplace environments, really working for the man for big companies are great because they give you a snapshot of so many skills of how to deal with difficult people, how to deal with gossip, how to deal with office, office politics. You know, every work environment is a game, you know, and, and, you like you don't really hear that and I went to an all women's liberal art college where in that little cocoon it was like you guys are the next Gloria Steinem's like you're out to change the world and you're like nah, sort of I guess I mean I, meanwhile I was always at the radio station I just wanted to be Howard Stern so I was like who can we get in here that wants to have sex like you know but everyone else there was trying to be a dentist to like cure you know gingivitis anyway They all had these like crazy dreams, like amazing dreams. But so what I find is now I love my life in the sense that we come in. I always try to use your ideas because it was very crushing for me. I I thought that I had really great ideas when I was at various radio and TV stations and then no one would ever use it or they would take the idea and they would never give you credit. And, you know, which was fine to some degree because you were getting paid. But I love the environment we're in. However, as an entrepreneur, what people don't tell you about this side of the business is one minute you're like, shit's working out. You're like, oh, please, I am on my way to having my own girl with no job show. Like, I'm going to be bigger than Oprah. You know, you're like, game on. The next day, you're like, I'm closing up shop. Um, basically, today's the last show. It's a lot of hot it's and cold, a lot of ups and downs. So high and low. Yeah. But here's the thing. Excuse me. I would love, you guys can email. I would love you to leave a message. You can follow me on uh, Instagram. It's at HeyFrage. But what we're wrestling with behind the scenes now is we've been experimenting with this video. Okay, so we we have been doing this live show. But the, but the live stream show is basically you get a snapshot of what happens. We do not edit. I rarely edit on this show because I really believe like you should be true live. I love true live because then it's you get always all the idiosyncrasies. You get how people really react to each other. So we do very little editing. Um, we do no editing on the live stream. So anyway, I, I want to know like, 
I'm at a place of potentially going five days a week with a podcast, okay? And then maybe doing like a subscription service. So toying with the idea of maybe the first 45 minutes or hour are free, the second hour is subscription-based only, and then we do like some sort of crazy video. Like today, we're going to be talking about this woman I really want to interview here in Virginia. She sells her used undies on Craigslist. Like I would give you that exclusive interview. Because I would pay to, myself, I would pay to listen to that. Like, I'm fascinated. I would too. By, people are so fucking judgmental in this world. Like, but but really, when you get offline, there's this whole subculture of shit that's happening that's just completely, um, you know, opposite of what everyone tells you online you should behave like. Okay, right? Yes, the, yes. I mean, I don't listen to it, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but the, 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 that well, you is. Just got, you just got your phone back. Like, you haven't been online, and <laughs> right? thank God, right? Aren't you lucky? Right, oh my God. I've been away from social media for like months now. I feel like I've literally lived in a cave. Without a freaking phone, I feel like, you know, you, you lose touch with reality. I, 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 yeah, I mean, you're so lucky. Because let me tell you, everybody's on, and, and we'll get to Doja Cat, by the way. Many, many people sent me Doja Cat. You know, I did I did a spoof of her Moo song, which like people like panned and called me Breadstick Betty and that I was a culture vulture, like all this stuff, you know, that I stole we, her idea despite the fact crediting her like from the fucking get-go and tagging her. But anyway, don't even get me started on that. Details, I details, I details. Give a shite. Anyway, um, so, but what I'm, what I'm torn about and what I want your opinion on is like, we're at this place where do we go five days a week and then we we do part subscription based? Do we do like the podcast maybe three days a week and then we start doing like a 30 minute well produced like video show? Like I am I don't know which direction to go in. Right. And then people are like, oh, you should be selling more products. So we're working on like getting products. So I'm just like overwhelmed. Are you overwhelmed? <laughs> We have a lot of stuff going on, and I know we only have like a two person plus like five other people team, but yeah, we struggle with so many things of like what to do next, but I think like everybody just loves you, loves you. They just want to hear more of you. I don't think you could do anything wrong, to be honest. So what do you think? What's your gut say? Like, I know we were like, we were talking about going for drinks after today's show. We're like, we're going to go for drinks and we're going to brainstorm, which we are. But what's your gut? I was like people's instant gut. Like, tell me instantly, like, what comes to mind when you think of me, when you think of my brand, like, what way should it go? I think you should add a subscription-based show, and I think you should keep the live video because I think it's fun, but it should be edited to a certain degree. So we record it, so technically it's not live, but it's just we take a a short snippet of that and make it like a 30-minute video, but you still keep the live, the podcast as a full hour Mm. show. Okay. I see if you what, want, that way it makes a difference. So like people that, you know, watch the video, they're like, oh, I'll, I, I won't watch the live video because it's going to be on podcast later. So how is the show live version video different from the podcast version? Mm, we have to have point. a difference. You got to have a difference. Oh, that's a good right. point. You got to have a difference between the live stream video. Okay. And, well, the, and podcast the podcast will be just a stream of our, you know, our funny stories and everything together. An hour long show like normal. Right. And then the video can be we, we close in on a certain, you know, topic or whatever. Oh, that's a really good idea, too. And then, you know, your crazy ass, you know, Sarah's always like dressing up naked and doing these crazy things. We have so many plans for well, these Well, yeah, usually funny stealing videos. people's ideas and not crediting them. You credited her. You credited her, okay? So, and the people can pay for the content that is just ridiculous, like the Moo Challenge. And, you know, you're thinking of getting your your body. Are we going to release that? I'm close to 20,000 followers on Instagram. And and I want to do a major giveaway when I hit 20,000. And I'm also going to pose nude for everyone with just paint, with just body paint of my logo. Because you know what? I love it. I want people to see it all. 
Like, I really do. I'm going to get As if we haven't seen it already. But great. I wanted to see it but even I love more. It. Oh, like, every like, you're year, right, you're right. we haven't seen the full You haven't Sarah. seen the full coach. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, you're going to. And tits and everything. And one is really bigger than the other. Like, my boobs. Oh, that's so, normal. Sarah, that's normal. No, it's like one's really saggy. Like, it's it's really bad. I one call is, it the inner loop and the outer loop. Because <laughs> she's used to do traffic. You're taking a day off on that day? Yes. You, know, you don't want to see my nude body? Uh, no. <laughs> well, okay, this too is bad. The- I believe that people should get more naked. I don't even know how Lady Gaga recently put, put up pictures on her Instagram of her nude. Yes. And that was like a thing. I'm like, who cares? She's got a hot body. Show off those tits. Oh, Lady Gaga? <laughs> yeah. Well, she's done all kinds of crazy things. I don't even, I don't even put Lady Gaga in the realm of like <laughs> not, you know, showing herself. She's from the day one. She's been shock and awe showing her entire body on all over. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, I seriously, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is like, like I just a normal see... day, normal day in the life of Lady Gaga. Oh, it's Tuesday. Let's show one tit. Anyway, I would love your opinions. Then, then like we go back and forth here because Podcast Village is so amazing. It's like this creative little hub where you get to throw around ideas. And so yes. then we're like, you know, <sighs> I don't do we want to make it a talk about. show. Ho- like, do we want to do it? We were even going around the idea of um, doing it straight from your apartment. Well, right, doing doing, setting up a set, you know, do we do a set where it's very intimate? You you know, we do it in my apartment. We do the live show 30 minutes every day. We kind of like produce it. And then we do a podcast like three days a week. You know what I mean? And then, of course, the ultimate goal is I love D.C. Like D.C., everybody here is truly the reason that I have this career. The fact that like I am making money in podcasting, that people are advertising is I mean, people have really stuck with me in through a loyalty that I am so grateful for. So I want to always keep D.C. as my base. I do believe believe this show to start getting bigger celebrities because the truth of the matter is right now in Washington and we have a lot of people listening in New York and Kansas City and Texas we have a big uh, listenership in Louisville Kentucky but right now in DC no celebrities are coming here like I I don't care what people say the political climate has totally changed uh, if you're a Trump supporter whatever but there are no celebrities coming here when the Obamas were here whatever you thought of them a lot of celebrities they were always doing events you had a big roster of people that were coming through now you have like Linda Carter Wonder Woman she lives here like that's the only (laughs) one you know I mean honestly Jeff Bezos Jeff Bezos He's never here. That is like people. He's coming. Like, Jeff, Be- he's not fucking coming. I do not believe for one second he's going to live here. Lives they are doing way. insane construction on his house now. The one that he bought in Calorama, the insane construction. I know, which basically just looks like a museum on the outside. It's it does, going it to does. be a museum. It's going to be a place where he comes and hosts Washington Post parties and continues to pay people like horrible salaries. Okay, good point. Good point. <laughs> He's never going to be here. Forget it. Anyway, I just, you know, I'm always fascinated. Like, are you a business wizard? Like, I mean, email this show. Okay. Oh, no. I'm like, who? Me? No, don't look at me. Yes, please email the show if you are a business wizard because we we are not. We I'm want, always, we want I'm to know your thoughts. And like, or if you're a fellow entrepreneur, like, I'd love to know how you, because I, that is like, I, I do think what I, I'm figuring out like a whole nut to crack, you know, because nobody has done this. Like, no one's done this whole like, podcast i mean people are doing the podcast monetization to some degree but then like but we we're not just that like all of a sudden you have a video show then you're selling products and like i love reviewing and and selling products i want to get into that i be you know like it's so what direction it's very overwhelming for one person and one brand one direction yeah. I, I wish i wish i had one direction i fucking like 25 directions that's what i'm saying it's so difficult yeah uh, yeah to i'm at figure the worst out crossroads one. of all time it's like 25 different lanes I don't think you can do any wrong, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> Sarah Fraser can do no wrong. 
I love you. This is why you're with me for life. You're not going anywhere. Plus, I got to get you to New York. You know, I have so much right, pressure. Right, right. I know. I always tell her I'm leaving. And she's like, okay, no. Every every show topic she sends me, AJ sends me, is always, how much money do you have to save before you can move to a new city? I'm like, bitch, why are you fucking sending this to me? This is not a show topic. This is you wanting to leave me. No. Oh, hottest spots in NYC to hang out for millennials. Show topics I send Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, so, well, you know, look, if you, if you, I'd love to know your thoughts, Sarah at HeyFridge.com. And, and a lot of people that listen to this, I, I know, like, um, you know, maybe you work in an entirely different industry. Anyway, always, always good. We always read your um, emails to Pineapple Mail, which we do at the end of every Monday show. AJ, what's going on with you, though? Like, we need an update on your life. I feel like, you know, we always talk about me. We talk about Paul when he's here on Wednesdays. What's going on with you? How's life? You, you know... Are you um, doing? Do you have it? Do you have um, another stand-up event planned? Um, I do. I'm going to my first. Um, it's a new um, with Rob Mayer actually. September eighth, we're going to go to Baltimore, and he's doing this like horror. Um, it's like a horror comedy show, and he's having me sit in. And then in October, I'm doing my debut on this improv horror comedy night. So that's going to be super fun. Oh my God, you are! I'm so proud of you. Yes, You've got to push after, tickets when we get closer. I will 100% push tickets. Um, what else are we working on? I'm headed to. Let's see. I was in New York. I was in Ocean City. Um, my phone was lost. That was a debacle and a half. I know. Um, I didn't have my home phone for a while. And if if you guys ever know how to, if you can send out also, um, if you've ever lost your Apple login, it's like you lose everything. So my Apple login is like lost in space. I don't know where it is. And I need help with how to set it up because I went to the Google store and they basically told me like, it could take up to a month to six months. We we have no time limit. And you can't update your apps. You you lose all your contacts. It's just, if you guys have any advice on that, please let me know because I have just been dying without the apple login where I can't can people you. follow you by the way what are your social medias that people can follow the andrea j lopez and then i also am working on a lot of little they're called like short little dre bites where you go and it's called andrea lopez impressions i love to do impressions and um that's a lot of the, my free time goes to that i'm just doing courtney kardashian impressions i have this douchebag Chaz that i do yes we um, gotta play that video on we'll wednesday play yeah and um yeah i've been i've been styling sarah i now side hustle i'm styling now fashion design fashion styling S- for real you so have fun. such an eye by the way so Thank if you, if you want to book um andrea will come She's a closet shopper. Essentially, she comes to your house. You'll pull outfits. You put together jewelry. You photograph it. Um, I've worked with a couple of stylists over the years, and you're currently styling me. I love it so much. And, <laughs> and people can, I, I do, I do. You know, because you do, you have different stylists for different looks and different feels. Right, right. People are loving what you're doing with my look. So I can people it. email you too to, for yes. clients? Yes, you guys. Anytime you want help with that, Andrea at Hey Frage. I go by AJ, but my real name is Andrea. And hit me up. I, 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 I think. Honestly, through Sarah, I've become this like little tiny entrepreneur. I pretty much just do everything. Like I will for Sarah. Like I love doing everything for Sarah. I mean, I'm styling. I'm doing audio and video editing. I have so much fun. And you um, are amazing. Well, yeah, because when you're you, when you're making small bucks, you got to bring different money streams from like a million different places, and then maybe have enough money to buy yourself a coffee on Sunday morning. <laughs> You just have to, you have to scrape it from your so couch. So guys, if you could help me buy one coffee with your patronism, that would be awesome. Patriotism. Exactly. Well, exactly. No, whatever. When you patron, then, yeah, that word. Anyway. Your patron, patronage, patronage. Yeah. Your patron of a business. 
Yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> right. Uh, look, oh my God. we have a ton of things to talk about. We've got to talk about I have a couple of things. I have a family member who is now married, okay? So th- this couple is married. These are family members of mine. And one of them has a child from a previous relationship. And they are having an ongoing debate in their household about how do you, how do you, should you, Punish your discipline, your stepchild. So if you're watching right now on this Labor Day, we wanted to give you a show. So right now on Facebook, I want to know, are you in a relationship with someone who has a kid from a previous marriage, from a previous relationship? And how do you guys co-parent? Like, do you did you just jump in and start disciplining the kid? Because in this situation, he's having a very hard time. The the, the kid is from his wife. So it, it's her child from another marriage, from oh, a so previous marriage. They're already married. They're already married. OK, OK. This woman has a daughter. OK. And this and so this guy essentially is like. You know, at times he sees that this girl like this, you know, this 10 year old's a little out of control and he wants to step in and discipline. But then they're kind of back and forth about how much he can discipline her about. And, you know, like this 10 year old can be very disrespectful at times, like to her mom. So how do you I mean, I'm fascinated by family dynamics. I well, continue, continue. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. My immediate reaction is they were raised by a complete, the child was raised by those two parents for a while. They got divorced. And I don't think in, it's it's the now new significant others, it's it, they, they don't have the right to to raise the child or anything, really discipline. Until until the they, they've grown up in the, at least three to four years they've been with the child, I think then it's time to step in and kind of act as a parent. Really? I just don't think, I think they're kind of overstepping their boundaries if they're going in and, and disciplining. Now, this is different if the child's other uh, parent is is absent. Then I think it would be okay because they're missing that other part of it. Okay, if the father is absent or the mother is absent, then the new parent can step in and be that person for them. Okay, that's fascinating. So you kind of feel like if if they have another parent that's active in their lives, you should not be disciplining or commenting on this kid's behavior for three to four years. Hell no. Step aside. It is not your place. Wow. It is really? not your place. No. Oh my God! Unless, okay, unless the um, the father or the mother wants their significant other to be a part of the child's life, they want that healthy relationship. But I don't think you should be disciplining, and you don't know how they have been disciplined in the past. So how are you just going to jump in and immediately assume that your disciplinary actions are the same as how the child has been? What you're like a fucking parent. I love this. Like, well, my like... mom, my mom's a childcare provider, and she has. I mean, I know all about child re- now. Don't quote me on this. People are going to flood your email with, AJ doesn't know what she's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And listen, I don't have kids or a husband with kids, but this is my initial reaction to this story. Yes. So, okay, wait a sec. So when your mom was running her childcare business, because we we were talking about that, Andrea's mother, they live here in D.C., longtime D.C. residents, and your mom growing up, she made her living with childcare. Yes. why? Why she did? She must have seen all kinds of dynamics. Do you think all your mom kinds. would agree with your assessment? Uh, I think she would. Well, she raised me. She she told me everything. She has lectured me my entire life about this. She prepared me for parenthood. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to have kids, which will break her heart. But what did she but, yeah. say about parenthood? What like you should never well, marry somebody with kids or like what's no, the no, deal? Not that, but we just saw so many different style families come into the daycare and I mean from that you could just tell like there was a lot of weird dynamics when there was a new parent involved and they would actually oh. come to pick up the kids and they would be like so they would ask my mom a lot of questions like what what is the, what does the other parent do like you know cause my mom was like oh right. so you, don't, you have no idea they're like oh does do they go to the bathroom now like I'm taking care of the kid tonight and I don't know what to do and so my mom was like okay no 
Oh my no, God. You should be not, you should not have the right to discipline this child. You have no idea what they've gone through before with the other parents. So how can you just step in and assume that you know what to do? I don't know how families do it. I really don't. I don't know how blended families do it. I give you guys really so much hard. credit. It's really hard. Because, you know, my mom and stepfather got divorced, so that didn't yes. really work. But we were all older. I mean, I think I don't think it necessarily had to do, like, completely with the kids' situation. But I okay. think, like, because each family had such a different dynamic, like, such a different din- dynamic, traditions, like, none of that helped. So that I can't really say that was an example of success. And then the guy that I dated that had two kids, pfft, did you I discipline buy, the kids? No, absolutely okay, not. Well, did, you, did you try to have a relationship with the kids? I'd be like, Ed, uh, these kids seem like they're out of control. Are you going to do anything? I mean, they were like actually <laughs> really good kids. I have to say they were really good kids. Like okay, good. of all people, I should have married him because his kids were and like his ex-wife was super involved. Well, like, that's great. I actually should have. I and mean, then Sarah, you don't even have to have kids. They're already done for you. You just get to you just get to well, soak up all the kids. Not really, because they really do have their own relationship with like their parents. Like and you're kind of like a friend more than you. Right, but right. They were fun they were always like easy to be around they were easy to do things with so i can't i don't know i mean it, but i never even attempted to discipline them ever like i was yeah. never gonna say a word the difficult part is when the new parent or you know how, whatever you want to call it, the step parent when they try to be the friend and they start buying weed and they start trying to be your like cool buddy and they start dressing like you that is like a whole other level of issues because now this girl's like, oh, she's doing it. I can do it too. Like she's my new mom. Oh my god! Yeah, and no, then the other mom that. gets jealous, and then it just causes all this like freaking friction all over the place. Oh, I can't imagine. I'm sure that's so infuriating. Like I bet a lot of people watching either grew up with a step parent that was right. like the cool parent that would buy them alcohol, and their other parent hated it. I just family dynamics are so amazing to me because sometimes it really works. Like I also yeah. know people that listen to this show that like say that their step parent is basically like their parent that they like love right. them so much and like get along so great with them. So and that is what that is what is great is if. They lost another parent and they're able to gain one back. That is amazing and invaluable, actually. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's like unbelievable. Um, We have to thank some of our sponsors. And then I want to get to, we have a great pineapple mail today. We've got a woman who uh, put up a GoFundMe. You guys might have heard about this story happened like a week or so ago about the bride who canceled her wedding because she wanted everyone to pay $1,500. I think it's Absolutely smart. Absolutely insane. I mean, it's smart. If you if you can actually get it done, but she couldn't, right? She never, it like, fell through. Well, we have a real Hey Frage listener who has started the GoFundMe. I'm going to yes. read it to you. Okay. She wants to know if she and her husband are, well, fiance, are batshit crazy for putting this up. She wants to know, if she wanted a, a plug about it. She said, hey, I don't even care if you, like, make fun of it or whatever, but we really wanted to do this, and we want people to fund our wedding, and I'll tell you why. So I am dying to see what people have to say about that. We'll get to that. We've also got to talk about I'm, I'm trying to get this woman desperately on the show. I think it'd be so fascinating. Who sells her used underwear here in Northern Virginia. I'm obsessed to with this. professional men. I'm obsessed with this. Okay, we'll get into all the details on that. And then uh, I also love this. Luis found this story essentially here. And, and at first I thought, oh, is this going to like be any depth or whatever? But essentially, if you're not married by the age of 35 and you want to be married, here are the three re- reasons why you're probably not married. And they're actually really good. They're like really deep. Oh, you can relate to some of them? Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. I mean, Do you I'm, think you're going to get married? I, well, you're already over 33. Exactly. <laughs> so, well. So are you involved in this study? Are you past expiration date? I mean, I'm getting married. Like I said, I'm, I'm, right. I'm marrying someone come hell or high water next August. I don't know if it's Dan or mystery guy or I'm going to hit the streets. Hit I don't the, care. She's going to hit the streets. I actually love watching you and Dan together. 
Uh, oh, you do? Oh my God, it makes my life. Because I was over the other morning as he was preparing his lunches. By the way, he takes like 15 um, little tiny plastic containers of like veggies. <laughs> I was like, they're all veggies, Dan. Why are you separating them? He was like, dude, he was intensely making his lunch for the day. It amazed me. And then also, as he's leaving, Sarah's like in her little cute little outfit that we just styled and we're going to go take pics. And Dan's like, oh God, you're so sexy. Like I just, I'm so lucky I get to come home to you every morning, every night. Like I'm so blessed. And then he walked out the door and Sarah goes, he's a pile of fucking shit. <laughs> He would never, he would never fucking said that if you weren't here. Like that is such a lie. And I was, but she broke my heart because I was like, oh my god. Like as he was saying that, I loved it. I was like, ah, I love it. He said he put that on for you. It was a show. But he knows. I mean, at the end of the day, like people always are like, do you guys really like each other? And I'm like, we're we love each other because he. Yeah. I really feel like he does know. Like and and same thing. Like I always say to people, one of the reasons I'm so in love with him is Dan is so smart. Like he he is really he a really jeopardy is. whiz. Like and I always am very attracted to intelligence. I know. Like Dan is not a super outgoing person. He is when you get to know him, but he's not like a guy that like wakes up and is like out smiling and yes. is like loves people. You know where I would get up, I would like walk down to the street and I would talk to five people before I even get to my coffee shop. You know, like I love right. people. I want to know the dirt on their lives. Like I want to know what works. What that. I love, I'm obsessed with gossip. Like not like the gossip that hurts people, but I want to know what's happening in your you bedroom. Wanna, you want to know the tea. Yes. yes because yes, that's yes. the shit that we can all relate to. I don't want to know. I don't care about this fake crap that you put up that your life is so great. No one's, everyone's, everyone's life sucks. It does. <laughs> it's true. Social media is all just a fluff fest of Every- Everybody's lives. It's the best moments. We'll talk about Doja Cat because everybody has like horrible things in their past that they've said that they've done that they're not proud of that they're ashamed of. Okay, get the fuck over. I'm so I'm so tired of the internet. I hate the internet so much. Deuces. Deuces. I was just about (laughs) deuces. You saw me do it. All right, let's thank some sponsors. Mark Livingstone with Cornerstone First Financial. We love Mark. If you're in the market for a mortgage or loan, he's your guy. And he doesn't just rep uh, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. He's everywhere up and down the East Coast. So maybe you're a Florida resident listening to us. Maybe you're in Kentucky. Uh, Cornerstone First Financial. You can go to hayfrage.com. Right there on the right, you'll see a picture of Mark. Click on that. Uh, You can apply for your mortgage. They'll get you hooked up. No problem. Um, Even if you've had credit issues in the past, they'll really work with you in all elements and you of course tell them that Hayfresh sent you and then when you go to close on your condo on your home $450 of your closing fees automatically wiped out boop all thanks because you are a Hayfresh listener so it's cornerstone first financial for your mortgage and your loan needs so a lot of people sent this to me Doja Cat you know I did a, a remix okay fine not remix spoof Okay. Use the we're correct so terminology. Yeah, we're so literal these days. Anyway, spoof. And um, anyhow, it got like 90,000 uh, views and, and tons and tons of comments, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, some people hit me up, though, and Doja Cat has been going through her own controversy. People are saying um, apparently she put up a tweet um, on August 28th, okay? And apparently somebody went through her past tweets which is what people are doing and they're finding like your old tweets and does this freak you out though just like on your personal level like do you have personal tweets that a long time ago that's why it's i'm scared can you just delete your Um, account you can go to tweet delete yeah you go to tweet delete and you enter yours i think they'll delete um all the tweets uh i know but it's coming for everybody now it is it is look it's happening for baseball players it's happening for singers it's happening no matter if you're black you're white you're asian whatever everybody has these sort of derogatory things that they thought were funny 
Uh, So here's her original tweet that people are very upset about. Uh, I called a couple of people the F word, and she's referring to a slang word for gay people. Okay, so I called a couple of people the F word when I was in high school in 2015. Does that mean I don't deserve support? Question mark. I've said the F word roughly like 15,000 times in my life. Does saying the F word mean you hate gay people? Do I hate gay people? I don't think I hate gay people. Gay is okay. All right. People are very upset about that. Um, she must have felt. Here's the Moo song. Oh, my God. I love it so much. Moo. <laughs> Sarah's face immediately lights again. up. Moo, 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 Betty Breadstick. Breadstick Betty. Whatever. Anyway, she went on to apologize. So I wanted to read her apologize. Cat, I don't say meow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Moo. She apologized. She said, I truly apologize to anyone that I've offended or deeply hurt with my words. I use these hateful and derogatory words out of ignorance and didn't intend to discriminate against anyone for their race, religion, or sexual orientation. I understand how serious this is and know that I have let a lot of my fans and supporters down. I promise to do better for myself and each and every one of you. So, I mean, look, I I was just talking to people about getting tickets and giving them away on the show and going to see her because she's going to be here, I think, October 18th in, in uh, D.C., I mean, I'm going to go see her. I think she apologized. She owned it. I just, to me, it's like people are trolling the shit out of her. They're all over like her Instagram. Um, It's it's the mob again. The only thing, look, the thing that I think is a little odd about her original statement was, I I think I like gay people. I mean, that's kind of a little like, if she just said, you know, look, I love gay people. I, you know... I I use this word because it was stupid. I shouldn't have used it. And by the way, you know, when you go to Europe, it's funny because that's a slang term for a cigarette. So a lot of people will go, oh, do you have a F word? Oh, I've never heard that before. It's the F-A-G-G-O-T word. I I think everybody knows that, but I I don't know. Did you know the F word I was referring? Yes. People will say an F-A-G. Like that. Like people will say, oh, can I bum a... F. Oh, oh yeah, I'm not, and you're like, I didn't uh, hear that. I've never heard that. I, I don't think we're supposed to say referring that. Referring to, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they have a whole set of vocabulary that like we yes. don't even, we don't even say. Well, everybody uses the c word there too. Everyone's a bloody con. Oh, oh my god, and which I love. I'm like, oh my god, why don't we use that word here? But everyone's like, I'm sorry, but I heard you say cunt. Uh, I, I'm and not I'm offended. A, I'm not offended. I don't think by the word, but I think just the sound of it is so harsh. Really. Like I love that word. Old Irene used to say old old oh, intern yes. Irene. She used to say it all the time, and I was so scared of her. I was like, she's my best friend, but like every well, time she, she said it, I was like, like, oh my god. She was like, hey, what's up? How are you? Good morning, kind. And I'm like, what? <laughs> we can't we can't start the day with that word like ever. Who does that? I don't know. She's so she like did. a West Coaster though. Oh my like, god, she, it's she so doesn't true. Care. It's yeah. so true. Irene is like totally, and she's so just dis- like full disclosure, which I love so much. She'd be like, "Oh my god, cons! I just got banged all night long, like seventeen hours of full on sacks." I'd be like, <laughs> Irene, a- what? Why are you telling us that? She'd be like, "Oh my god, check out my underwear. This is what happens after <laughs> you fuck for." Fun. We're like, "No, no, put your pants back on. What are you doing?" Anyway. She was the most open person I think I've ever met in my entire life. I loved her even more than you. And I, I know, I know. And you did. We, yeah. Anyway, uh, look, I, I don't know Doja. if you, AJ, I never like, look, we live in such a bizarre time. I hate to even ask you your thoughts on this because I don't want to put you in a position of like commenting and then people are upset. 
look, I said, I can take the heat. I would still support her. I think she's apologized. I think you're going to see every single younger person, celebrity, has all this stuff in their background. And I just think... 100%. I don't know where the pedestal is of, like, why people are putting all these singers and performers up on this pedestal. And then we expect that they're not going to... They're they person, haven't said things. They're a person too. And you know what? The problem with social media is we we do things on there that we don't think are, we're going to have any repercussions later. We were in high school. She, how old is she now? She, was, she said she's she was young. 15. I think she's like 23. Yeah, she was 15 exactly. at the time. Okay, hello. Nobody knows what the hell they're doing at 15 years old. And they everybody has phones now. They're free to tweet whatever. They're free to Instagram whatever. Obviously, they're going to offend somebody later on down the road. And everybody like that's what I'm nervous about me I'm like what did I write when I was like young and stupid and I'm tweeting like with no filter obviously like um people are super upset about this um it, it, it's just absurd to me I'm like why are we blaming these people for having like this is what free speech is yeah it's being able to openly free talk about it she this, apologized but she should have said she should have said it better than I think I like gay yeah people. that was the part that I thought was, was a only, little that weird. was the only issue yeah but, I, you know but look maybe she's under the gun who knows if she really has any uh true like management help she might completely be on her own for her brand I feel like a lot of people don't even know who she is uh somebody did write this was pretty funny though on her social media hello Doja Cat this is an admin for Pornhub we've noticed you haven't logged in for two weeks we're just checking to see that everything is okay with your monthly subscription we completed Please check your email for further instructions. Since you visited us last time, we've updated the gay section with many videos. We know you'll enjoy. See you soon. Like people are dying. They thought that was like, oh, super funny. Oh my god. So I don't know. You know, it's it sucks. It's like it's just because boy, do I know that mob. So I know. And next I mean, week it'll be old news. Say one thing. So anyway, but I, I hope sincerely in her heart. I always feel like this too. Like it, to me in thinking about like guests that I want to have and people I want to talk to an interview it's like what's in your heart you know like you can make a mistake you can say things that are derogatory and hurtful to people but then it's like okay do you learn from that do you go on do you you know do you grow so I'm sure she will I think she's a very thoughtful and I, I love how weird she is you you and her are both kindred love, kindred spirits I think it's awesome like I love that none of her shit makes sense she'll go on to like her Instagram on Periscope and she'll be dressed up as Super Mario and then she'll like do all her moves I'm like good for you be weird she's an in- unique individual we love her yes we I think it's it. so great so anyway if you want to leave your thoughts you can comment now what you think about uh, Doja Cat's her tweet her statement um, and, and in, in general what do you think about celebrities like do you think it's ridiculous? Like they make these mistakes, but then there doesn't seem like a lot of wiggle room to, you know. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious you natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. 
Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.co, enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply 
of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. I don't know. I mean, I think the thing is that the more we see it, the more people are going to become immune to it. I guess the hardest part is, is like we're trying to eradicate bullying and hate, but like you see it's now just magnified. Like it's just even more you know, more of a problem. Yeah. But another thing, when you go into the the um, the, reim, the realm of fame, you just have to be open to these things because everybody's going to hate and you're in the public eye. People are going to judge. Yeah. And I think everything, every little thing, every little text, all that stuff is going to come back up. You're going to you're going to see it and, and experience it. Um, one more thing before we talk about I'm, I'm so fascinated by this woman who's selling her goods on um, Craigslist. But this was kind of interesting to me. So um Apparently, there's a new code, and parents that are watching this will probably know this, but give your kid a secret code to help them get out of sticky situations. I was asking you, Andrea, when you were growing up, did you guys ever have like a family code word? Hell no. <laughs> like, what are you even talking about? What code am I supposed to even know about? I was like, who who had codes? Well, I mean, like a code word in the sense of like, so my mom always, we always had a code word in our house, which I think was Hanley, which was kind of a bad one because that was my mom's middle name. It was kind of obvious. It was kind of obvious, right? But my mom would always say, look, if someone comes to the school and wants to take you out of school that you don't know, you ask them what the, what the, what's the code word? What's the uh, safe word? Oh, okay. See, I walked myself home every freaking day. Oh, so you, your parents were just like, good luck. (laughs) Yes. If somebody comes to pick you up, well. Are they going to feed you? Yeah. Go with them. It sounds good. I'd have a better dinner. You'll get a ride. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they apparently now that's like old thing, like old thing. You don't have a safe word anymore. Now you have this apparently um, a life hack essentially is what they're calling it. So let's say that your youngest child um, is dropped off of, at a party. If anything about the situation makes him or her uncomfortable, all they have to do is text the letter X to anyone in the family, mom, dad, older brother, sister. The one who receives the text has a very basic script to follow with in a few minutes, they call that person, the kid's phone. When he or she answers, the conversation goes like this. Hello, Danny, something's come up and I have to come get you right now. What happened? I'll tell you when I get there. Be ready to leave in five minutes. I'm on my way. Okay, so I like the mom. I'm the mom, right? Right. I just get a capital X from my kid texting me, right? I call and I go, hello, Danny. And then Danny goes, uh, is something, and I go, Danny, something's come up and I have to come get you right now. Danny goes, what happened? And then I go, I'll tell you when I get there, be ready in five minutes. I'm on my way. See what I mean? So it's like, so then it doesn't signal to anyone on the kid's side, there's something wrong. I'm saying, look, there's something wrong at home. I'm coming to get you. Okay. Well, I mean, this doesn't work if the kid's already taken, you know, a rape pill and they're already loopy and that doesn't work anymore. Okay, it only works. You're right. If the kid is like if the kid is like coherent, I'm I'm only thinking of like at their, if they're at a party and it's a high school party and there's like crazy orgy going on. I thought this was genius. I'm, I I want to know like if people really use this. I'm like, what a genius life hack! Like, are there people watching and listening? Your family uses this, and then like within a few minutes, like somebody calls. Like that's amazing. Oh, you know what? Okay, maybe this could be really useful if you're in your 20s and you're on a horrible date or you're at a bad party. 
not just for like young kids. Like you're in a horrendous state right? when somebody you could, calls. You could use it in so many situations. So many situations. Okay, so this isn't only limited to kids. We yeah. can do this with everybody. I love this. Okay, I'm in support. I was like, what a genius idea. All right. Uh, also, Luis, who is on our show, he's getting ready for his DraftKings. This is amazing to me because Luis makes all of his cash off of DraftKings, which essentially is, Luis, what is it? It's betting on football, right? Uh, well, they're actually going to start doing betting uh, this year. I don't think it's going to be available in the DMV area. Um, but basically, DraftKings is like playing fantasy football. If you're not familiar with it, you're basically predicting what an individual player will do on a weekly basis as far as performance-wise. Oh. I believe yeah. our listener Kevin Spaulding wants your tips, so I'll have to I'll have to connect you and and uh, not that you're going to give them out for free, but uh, I think Kevin plays, so he wanted some of your. Yeah, I'm more than happy to. Absolutely. Well, you sent this story, and I thought it was pretty fascinating. And it essentially is three signs you won't get married before 35. Yeah. And I thought these were great. So, um, one number one on the list is how deep is your social network? If it only compromises a few males, you do not have the social connections that are necessary to finding a wife within a timely manner. I'm screwed. And you said you're 33. I'm, yeah. I'm totally screwed. So you don't have that many female friends or network? Like, my closest female friends are you and AJ. Really? That's how it is right now. Yeah. No joke. No, actually, when I was younger, when I was in my 20s, I actually had a lot of female friends, but I started cutting them off slowly. Really? Just because I thought that was hurting my chances of actually finding someone. Oh, Because I damn. thought maybe the, a girl would see that I have a lot of girlfriends and they might think, oh, this, you know what I mean? I don't know. No. You, let me ask you, you two. Would you date somebody who has a lot of friends as, that has girls? Yeah, I would. You now, would. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, Dan goes, like, he's got a friend that comes in from Michigan. I think he has two female friends. Um, and they come, and, like, he's always like, oh, if you want to come to lunch with us, but I'm going to go meet up with my friend so-and-so. I'm like, okay. Like, I don't... And uh, same thing. Like, I go hang out with guys without Dan. I just well, tell well, him. Well, we know that, Sarah. <laughs> that topic has already been covered. But, no, the more friends you have, the more healthier it looks. with them. Okay. <laughs> No, I think that you're you're you should never judge somebody by like how many girlfriends they have if you want to date a guy. Well, they, obviously they're not hooking up with them, so they must not be interested in them. Uh, the irony though is um that strong female friendships actually make you seem more open according to the article. Uh they also say that women are more likely to introduce you to other females, of course, cuz mostly for the most sake women have other uh female friends. So and um well, with that being said, Sarah, AJ I know we got to find you. And, and you know what I thought was also interesting? They say that you are far less likely to know other attractive females as friends. They are um, also those men who are such loners that they have no friends at all. So basically what the article is saying, too, is like if you don't have other female friends, you seem odd to women. So there's like a fine line. There's that fine line of being like that too flirty guy because we all know that guy. I know yes. that guy. Yes. Yeah. I have a, I have a neighbor who I, I like. He's he's very sweet, but he's always he's serial dater. I'm like, you do not want to be with anyone. You're full of shit. I, and my he's next... always like, Sarah, I had like seven dates this week. Seven what? dates. When I was single, I didn't want to see seven people in seven months. Who wants it? Who wants it's so much? But work. Does he double down on it, or he does goes on a date every single day, every night? Every night he it's works exhausting. from home. What? Yeah, he works from home and he goes on dates every single night. How do you even set that up? Is he super? Does he look like Superman? How do you set all those mm. dates up? He's pretty hot. He looks like a Disney prince. I'm not even kidding. He looks like Gaston from like from Beauty and the Beast. Like he seriously has like these very like poofed up over hair features. Like really, yeah, he's very attractive. What? Yes, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh my, real. I've never heard of this neighbor of yours. All I know is Drake. Oh. Um, oh, no, no, no. This, this is a is different not Drake. Neighbor. Yeah, this is not Drake. Drake is... Okay. 
<laughs> Drake is like 120 pounds soaking wet, right? White nerd. <laughs> yes. it, it, but he's like the cutest little guy. Super, super like, sweet. But yeah, literally. He's so quiet. He's like a little mouse. I'm always like, God, is he alive over there? I'm becoming a mother. You know, I'm always like, you are. Drake, Drake, I haven't heard anything from your apartment. Is everything okay? Do you invite him over for food? No, we haven't invited him over yet. No, just when the computers were stolen. I was like, Drake? Oh, yes. I had to alert everybody. I sent oh my, my own email. Attention, attention. <laughs> Such a mom now. Uh, here's the second reason, by the way. This might be why you're not married at 35. If this is your goal. Also, I, you know, I think marriage is way overrated. I think you know, you got to do you. But anyway, uh, you're rootless. So how far are you currently from your birthplace? How often have you moved since then? The more mobile you are, the more likely you have wander, wanderlust or value novelty qualities that are opposed to marriage. Nowadays, it's too easy to succumb to the siren song of improving your situation by relocating to a vibrant city, traveling to an exotic land. Everyone is sharing their exciting urban lifestyle online, making it impossible for you to stay in the boring town or village that you were initially raised in. But if marriage is your goal, they're saying get small town so or stay in one, one place. I think is actually my problem too because when I travel, I actually prefer to go alone. I really? really? I really do because that way I can do whatever I want. I can go see whatever I want to see. I don't have to worry about anybody else wanting to do something that I don't want to do. And you know what? This is like totally Paul Wharton too because they say that the more cities a man has lived in, and the more countries he or she has been to, the less likely you are to find a spouse. Even I, mean, I think that's a given. Really? Yeah. Why, why is that, though? I feel like the more traveled you are, the more experiences you have, and you can talk about more on a date or something. It yeah. sounds like you're nomadic. You just don't want to settle. It, I think it just sounds like you just... Well, it sounds, I think it's more about, you know, you travel so much from place to place to place. Like, you know, today they might be somebody that, you know, you grab a drink with or whatever, but the next day... They're somewhere else. They're not even in their same zip code okay. as you. Okay. Anymore. They're nomadic. Uh, last one on the list. You're born to immigrant parents. Are your parents born in a different country than you? You're not sure which ethnicity to identify with. Your dating habits will then be one of confusion, and you may find it difficult to create a loving bond that leads to marriage. Uh, they say that when you're the first generation born in a foreign country, you become stuck in a purgatory of the soil. Which habits uh, from your parents' old world should you bring into the new one? Which I guess means maybe you're caught between like what your parents want and what their relationship was and then new age. That's probably pretty true. So I thought this one was the most interesting. It's because I have uh, cousins from my mom's um, dad's side. Um, their parents moved them here to D.C., when they were like in the middle of their teens, and it was it's five of them, and they all pretty much grew up here from their teens on. Now they're in their twenties and their thirties. Only one of them is married right now. Really? Yeah. And I think it's because they didn't have the same experiences that we had growing up here. Sure. So our point of views and their point of views are a lot different from people that were born and raised here. Oh, that's amazing to me. That's like so fascinating. Yeah. Isn't it? I, I mean, that like blows my mind. I struggle with that all the time because my I always have been attracted more to the new world, which is my mom's side, which is all mostly American. And whenever I bring them over to my dad's side, who's all fully Mexican, they it, they like really make fun of whoever I bring home. Really? They like totally make fun of anyone. If it's a white guy, they're like, they won't, they like barely, rarely respond to the person. But they like Gigi, right? It took a really long time, but they're like, why is he so white? 
And then it like hurt me because I was like, oh, he doesn't know about the food culture. He doesn't know about the Mexican culture. And it was super, super hard. And I tried to relate the both cultures, but they're so different. It's a fascinating story. I like that one. Good job, Luis. I like that that story a lot. That was really good. Um, okay, so look, I, I'm dying to get this woman on. Long story short, um, I, I recently was, I can't even, you know, a lot of these stories that now happened to me or are pitched to me, I can't tell you the background because people are automatically going to know where it came from. Right, right. That is really annoying. I want to know who this, like who, which friend this is. This woman is a mom. She works for the government here in Washington, D.C. And she is making 1000 to $1,500 extra a month by selling her used underwear to apparently professional men in D.C. And she meets them in shopping mall parking lots around the area that we frequent every single day. You're lying. No, I'm not. Montgomery County, um, Virginia, Northern Virginia, D.C. shopping centers. She is meeting up with these men. Don't ask me why. Can't you send your used undies via? I guess she doesn't want to pay for the shipping. She has so many clients of men. She says they all drive Audis. She says every single one of them is hotter than the next. They come in suits and they are buying her used knickers like in cash or like Venmo or Cash App. Okay, I have so many questions. One, how did she get into this and know that it was going to be a really money-making I already business? have the answer. Her girlfriend okay. in uh, Reno, in Nevada, okay. has the Nevada market and basically said, <laughs> you're never going to believe what I'm doing in Nevada. I'm oh, selling my, my used underwear. Like, you wear them around, you sweat in them, you pee in them, you poop in them, like everything. They, they request it all. Okay, okay, that's what I'm saying. Do they request certain things, like certain weird yes. things? Like, you have to I sleep in it for it. four days. Yes. They want it all different times of the Does month. She, yes. She have, ew. Uh, no. Not the time of the month. That is a yes. vulgar. That is past. How's this for Labor Day? God, poor Happy little... Labor Day. <laughs> Speaking of labor. People Wait. are just on the beach trying to have one last relaxing fucking day. And then they tune into this. They're like, what in the oh, bloody oh, hell? Well, they already turned into hay for age. What the hell else do you think you're going to get? Oh, yeah, I know. People okay. are used but to no, it. But no, no, no. We're not done with the story. So, okay. If, potentially. Ask potentially. Away, yeah. And I'm asking for a friend here. If said Fred wanted to start doing this. Okay, said friend, one of my friends. Okay, she would potentially go on Craigslist. Yes, say, hey, I have, um, yeah, certain number of things. I'm actually gonna pull up some of these, some of these um, Craigslist yeah. ads because I feel like it'd be so funny to read them. Okay, yeah, have you got them up? So these are these are people selling their undies. See, here's my thing. How are you selling? Supposedly this woman's making a thousand dollars a month, but this okay. ad says that you can buy your used undies for forty five. Okay, this ad. $45, Chinatown, Little Italy. Oh, this must be New York City. Ew, about me. Young, white, working professional who loves working out. Ew. Okay. We'll take custom requests. See, there you go. There's where you make your money. Custom requests. She oh. apparently has so many clients in D.C. See, but doesn't this scare you? Because these guys are supposedly professional men. Okay. Who do you, how do you know what your man is doing? I don't know what mine is. He claims he's working like 12 hours a day. Who knows? Does anyone know? No one freaking knows. Any your your own man could have his own fetish for used freaking panties on Craigslist. How do you know? Also, also, how do you? Okay, I think they want to meet her because how do you know that this is somebody? It could be some dude running around like making his dog sit in this panty. You don't know where it comes from. No, read this. Read this one. I've been wearing these panties three days in a row. And I love to work out every day and masturbate in them every night. My favorite ones are red lace and black cotton. But you get to pick. Wink face. Well, first of all, she has a gorgeous butt. She does. Like, seriously She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. But I don't know if that's, like, really her or not. I, I just, I'm so fascinated by this world. Like, do people really buy them? Dirty used undies, $100? $100? 
Okay, we can't even read we this. Can, PayPal uh, only, no meetups. See, I think, too, she gets more money because she'll actually meet them. And I think there's something in the fantasy of actually then you put a face to the woman who's used underwear. Well, these women are smart. They don't want to meet. They just say, send the money first. Then you get pics of my ass in your panties. No, no face. face. Oh, boo. Oh, this, this woman, like, ups the ante. She meets you. Meets you in Washington, D.C. Now she's got so much business, apparently. See, that's oh, why what? I... So she has returning clients. She doesn't even have any time to give... She I has need to, to cut he- it off. Like, I need to hear it from the horse's mouth. Like, we got to have her on. You know we what I mean? Like, to. I want to actually have her on because I'm like, I don't know if I believe this. You know? Is there a like, market for men's underwear? Because I'm about to get in on this. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at this yeah, picture. Do, hey, that's a great question, actually. Do, do you think women have the same underwear fetishes that men do? Because how are men always into feet? Are women into feet like a fetish? Men are gross. I feel like that I feel like true. we can't we, <laughs> we can't oh, cut seriously. Off. Do you know any women that are into sniffing men's undies? I mean, I'm sure you are, Sarah. You no, I've the- actually never have. Like, I love the way Dan smells, like his body, like yes. after he works out. Like, I'll right. smell his armpits. Like, I'm into the pheromones, but I've never like wanted to smell his booty. I can relate as well. <laughs> I don't think I've ever experienced that either. But I there's got to be women that want used men's undies. Oh, Louise, put them up. Put them up. Why don't you put them up and see if we get any bites? Actually, it's probably the other dudes that want to smell them, but... I got good BO too, so yeah, we'll do it. Nice. You sell used shirts. My college roommate, actually, she um, found her boyfriend on Craigslist wearing her panties and soliciting himself as a gay, wanting gay sex. Like, he was soliciting himself as a male prostitute, and that was her boyfriend. They are still together to this day, y'all. What? Yes. What a fine... How does that even happen? Was she randomly on Craigslist? She's like, hmm, okay, this guy soliciting gay sex... Somebody, somebody, what? somebody sent her a picture and said, yo, is this your boyfriend? And we look at it and she's like, oh my God, I have those panties. Oh my God, those are my thongs. And they were green neon thongs that he took because he was like, hey, can I, actually he asked her for the thongs. <laughs> he was like, can I have these, you know, because I, I miss you and I want to like, I, we don't get to see each other on weekends. And um, I'm going to smell these like when, when we're not around. He was actually soliciting himself as a male prostitute on Craigslist wearing her, and her, his, the picture was like a selfie of his <laughs> ass, like his like ass. And she was like, holy shit, that is blanks. I'm going to call him Mr. X. That's Mr. X's ass. This is amazing to me. And they're still together. How do you work through that? Oh, my God. How do you work through that? I think he's still gay. And his excuse was, I'm just going through a lot right now. And I wasn't really sure if I was gay or straight. And she was like, fair enough. Right. And she was like, let's work through this. They're still together to this day. He's probably still on Craigslist. And she just, she doesn't, no, no. Oh, I don't mind that stuff. I feel like people are open now. People are so gender fluid. He was cheating on her. Well, that part, that's the part that's deceiving. You gotta be honest. You have to be honest. But gotta he's going be honest. Through he's figuring out, and clearly they're still together. Would she be on? What if we gave her voice changer? Would she be on? Oh, like, 100%. that's amazing. She oh. would? Oh, she is nuts. Yeah, okay, she'd be on. She's gonna be on the show. How do you work through that? My man was a. This show is going right does, down to the she, Maury Povich, too. She, like, she does not know that I know, though. She doesn't? No. Her little and her sorority, who she's super close with, she told her, and I'm best friends with her little and her sorority, and she told me. And she was like, don't tell her that I that you know. And so we've never talked about it to this day. Oh, God. Anyway, I look, know. If no. you, I want people on this show with unique things. So, so if she, you're a woman and you're into men's feet, like you want to have sex with a guy's toe, will you email me, Sarah at HeyFridge.com? I really want to hear it. Look, we got to wrap up the show with some pineapple mail. We do it every Monday. Sarah at HeyFrage.com. As I mentioned, you can always write to me. I want to know your thoughts on this, okay? Oh, this poor woman. I feel like she really wants her dream wedding, okay? So anyway, um, don't we all? 
I know we all do. All right, I'm not. I'm gonna leave her name out. Okay. Okay. So she says, "Hey there." So I never do this, but I have like 200 friends and you have a cult following. So I figured I'd give it a go and ask. It's a GoFundMe. And it's a little bit shameless, I must say. Note, this is not a message to ask for a donation. I'm hoping, though, that maybe you could say something about it on your podcast, even if it's to make fun of it. I'll send you the link and you can see what you uh, think for yourself. No matter your decision, you guys are amazing. uh, And you and AJ, Danny, Paul are all invited. Sorry, the message was supposed to be first. Here's the GoFundMe. And the GoFundMe says, you're invited. I have never been to a wedding. Scratch that. Once I went as a guest of my mom to her best friend's wedding and somehow managed to become the official photographer. Mind you, I took pictures with three disposable Kodak cameras. Oi. Girl, I love you so much. And once to my aunt's wedding, where I was subsequently the bride's mate, Cook and DJ. What? the? This woman gets invited and they're like, hey, you're going to be the DJ. Both of these weddings were in the backyard. So I should say I've never been to a good wedding. I've had friends get married at least 15, but not once was I on the invite list. Somehow all of my, quote, friends, see what I'm doing there, had intimate weddings or eloped or expensive ass destination weddings that I, a single mother of two, could not afford. All right, you got me with a single mother of two. But on October 3rd, 2019, I'm finally going to go, go to a good wedding. My own. And I don't want it to be just good. I want it to be freaking awesome. But awesome costs. And that's where I need your help. I know there are more noble causes out there, but I'm giving you the chance to simply dish out some selfish funds to a woman who really wants revenge. Help me fund what will probably be the only good wedding I'll ever go to. Help me be the tea and have all those, quote, friends wish they were invited because believe me, they aren't. Will you help me fund my revenge wedding so let me ask you guys this do you think at first i was like okay what's this about you know but then i'm like oh you know what i kind of want to see this woman be the revenge bride like i kind of want she was trying to raise thirty thousand dollars now girl i can't even afford thirty thousand for my own damn wedding all right so maybe you should oh wait is she is it thirty thousand or ten this this goal oh, on, 10. on this oh, goal fund me says ten thousand i feel like we should get her there do you 100 yes but do you think this is you like deserve she deserves a wedding She's been yeah, but do you think that the strangers should pay for it, like for her re- revenge wedding? People have so much money in the world. I think they could literally. Sometimes ten thousand dollars is a penny in somebody's pocket, so <laughs> they'd be able to donate. Yes, I think this is the thing. I, I think if you, look, I'm, I'm torn on this. I understand that you want the ten grand and you want this revenge wedding, but I also think it sounds like you found the love of your life, and so maybe this just like. I, I don't know what the point of this revenge is to show all these friends that, yeah, I mean, that you're you're having an awesome wedding, I guess. Well, I want you to have your wedding on good, spirited fun. You know what I mean? I don't want you to be using people's money that. Well, there's an update she, to this story. The update to this story is she oh, got really embarrassed. She got really embarrassed and then she took it down. OK, so she's so she now is taking it down. And then she says, oh, thanks. You know, I wrote her back. I said, you shouldn't be ashamed. Keep it up. Who cares what people say? Put it up and see. You've already got $30. People are right. willing to give you 30 Why not go for, look, if you get 4000 I mean, That's something. I, do you think she should reinstate this? I think you should reinstate this, but I think it would be even more a bigger effect if you actually invited all those friends and said, look what I did with $10,000. This amazing wedding, we all get to share it. I don't think you should exclude anybody because that's just fighting evil with evil. You need to fight them with good. Uh, invite them. That's invite a good idea. Invite all your friends and say, bitch, 
you didn't invite me to yours, but here's my amazing wedding. I'm a good person. I'm really nice. And you're now you get to enjoy the fruits of my labor. Actually, GoFundMe's fruits of their labor. I think this is awesome. I think you should 100% if the public will fund your wedding. I loved the bride that wanted people to donate $1,500. I didn't think she was far off. You should ask everybody to pitch in two to 300 bucks if they can do it, 50 bucks, whatever they can. I love this idea. And then just have a party. Weddings are exactly, just have the party of a lifetime. And you get to spend it with all your closest people. And um, screw your friends who did all these crazy weddings. But weddings are so freaking expensive. Like, so, and they're overrated. As long as you have a good time and you're celebrating the love of your life, bam, that's all you need. All right, we're going to call this woman Erica. Erica, I think you should put it back up. And I think you should see if people will fund your revenge wedding. And I don't think you should be embarrassed. Fuck it, rock it. You did a nice little write-up. I see why you want this. Poor woman has been like Poor a woman. DJ, a cook, and a photographer at people's weddings. You're right. Okay. I forget about that. It's a little tacky, but so what? I think you should pitch yourself to all these TV stations, all these newspapers. Fuck it. People are going to give you, they're going to hate, they're going to shit all over you. You see what happens. Please look at me. I fart into the camera and people are like, <laughs> you bitch, you stole that idea. Who cares? So What? But over, think, there are going to be way more people that are going to fund you. You definitely should not be at all ashamed about this. But Sarah, you're saying that she should not invite. She should still do the revenge and not invite the friends, right? Mm, yeah, I think so. Don't invite the friends. Fuck it. Oh, wow. No, I like your idea of being a better person, being a bigger person. Hey, I don't know. I mean, it, okay, don't invite the friends that made you the DJ, the photographer, and, you know, invite wiping the their friends. ass. Yeah, may, but invite the friends and make them be the DJ and the photographer. Guess what, guys? Yes, yes. I raised 10000 I'm going to keep it all, and today I've assigned you all a job. You're going to hand out the tacos from the taco truck. <laughs> yes. You are going to play the DJ here. <laughs> Cue up my set. Like, I would just do that. Give them all jobs. Exactly. Yeah. Save money on that part. I mean, I'm already styling Sarah. Um, we got a cake. Irene's already going to make your cake. Yeah. Honestly, um, Rob Spiewak's going to be the, doing the photographer. Joff Rob Spiewak from Mike O'Mara podcast is the DJ. Who can um, marry me? Luis can marry me. Boom. Done. I'll do your hair and makeup. Pam will do your hair and makeup. Oh, my God. Yeah. Pam Jam is coming. Like, oh, please. Pam she makes Jam. me look. Pam Jam makes me look like a Dunning. totally another person. Yes. It's done. Yeah. No, she's so, so talented. For real. I'm like on a KKW beauty ad all of a sudden. Like, I'm like, it. oh, yes. All right, yeah. Transform me. All right, well, look, weigh in, by the way. Do you think that this woman should re- should post her GoFundMe? Go f- do it. People hate on everything now. People are so bitter. You're going to get famous from this. Like, yes. Literally, pitch it to news. They're going to li- they're going to pick you up in a heartbeat. I think so, too. I love it. And I, I think I would. I would invite all of my friends, and I would say my revenge wedding. I've been a cook. I've been a DJ. You deserve it. It's your yeah, special I've been a day. photographer with a Kodak. Who's, who even knows that they made Kodak cameras anymore? For God's sake. I actually loved that, though. Imagine how great those pictures are. It's like the hangover know, Erica, when they like, yeah, take yeah, these yeah. crazy pictures. Yeah. Oh, my God. Erica, we okay. love you. Uh, she might actually be on the show, too, later on. So I'd love to have her on. Yes. Look, you guys, thank you for listening. Be sure to share the podcast. Download with a friend. We're obsessed with you. Bye, everybody. 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 Love you. Bye, everybody. Happy Labor Day, uh, everybody. This is an original. This is a Hey Fresh original. Bitch, you can see it still sucks. Yeah. Fuck you, this ain't a copy. Fuck you, it's the original. Fuck <laughs> you, it's the original. Fuck you. Hi, everybody. Hey, fresh, I like